Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Do you struggle with mommy or daddy issues? Do you struggle with the urge to jump in a giant mech, fight monsters called angels, all in the name of human instrumentality so all humans get melted into a giant ocean of goo with one will and desire? Well, you've come to the right show. We are wrapping up Neon Genesis Evangelion, and we are in the moment right now. Bro. Mike just finished Get in the, the robot, Shenji. Yeah. Dude. Shanjay, <laughs> come on, and, we, and we're going to get right into it because I think we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, There is a lot one, with the show. For yeah. one, so we're not going to, we're going to try our very best to not uh, veer off course this time. <laughs> yeah. So just but, getting started, I'm sure you guys just want my initial opinions of the show. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, yeah. I think it actually is a masterpiece. I think it is a yes. good, it's a very well-written story they're telling a very specific one and it's not one you're expecting Mm -hmm. because you're like oh like especially back when we were kids you're like seeing gundam and shit like that and you're like oh this is like more of that when it's not you know what i mean it is it seems like it on the surface they kind of it's kind of the cover is yeah it is that but it's like you're getting you know, the actual mental effects of doing something like that. Especially when these guys are kids, too. Well, I mean, they're kids that are already starting to suffer from different psychological disorders as it is from the trauma they've been through already imagine as kids. If, imagine if you hadn't been all fucked up and then you, they were like, oh, here. When you were like, how old is Shinji? They're 14, 14. yeah. All right, yeah. so imagine when you were 14. What were you doing when you were 14? Uh, God, I was just focused on being a ballerina and yeah, imagine, with boys. Imagine like, some people <laughs> show up and they're like, you have to like fight these giant monsters. Well, and that's why I try to give Shinji a little bit of credit. Fuck him, and dude. I, I know. <laughs> he's a bitch, but. He's no, a bitch, well, I, but. You know what is, upsets me about him? It's like at the beginning, I was like, oh, this kid's kind of a whiner or whatever. But it's, I got why he was. Especially when you see how his dad is. His dad's a fucker. <laughs> then <laughs> over the show, he kind of starts uh, not being such a little pussy. And then it totally fucks it up with the end of the show. And then the end of, in the movie when he's like sitting on the fucking floor. Like, oh. <laughs> well, oh, I don't, I'm useless. He, I can't get any barrier. So he has actually a tiny bit of redemption it probably doesn't make up for the fact because i agree shinji is a whiny bitch yeah but just really bad at the end when it mattered you know right. it's, it's that's all but when it the, when it all counted you know when it the, when the chips were down he let everyone down and that's the yeah he watches that's Asuka. the fucking good that's the good news well at the what end a fucking though clown i don't even want to watch him kick ass now he has the choice of basically letting humanity remain just as one you know, one will, one desire, just as like the, the instrumentality. Yeah, you know, yeah, and the soup <laughs> or the choice to you know bring basically kind of humanity back, but only if they desire so. I guess is kind of the gist, and uh, and so he chooses to um, 
you know, go the opposite route. He doesn't go through with the instrumentality project. And um, that's like one kind of saving grace. Him and Asuka are laying there at the end. And here's my thing, too. Not saying that he wasn't a total bitch and I was yelling at my TV screen the entire (laughs) time that Asuka's getting ripped apart. Yeah, she got, like, super fucked over. Like, I kept expecting, like, her to start to lose and then him to man up and go help her. Right. Okay, but, but instead she just gets fucking brute like mutilated. How much could he really help her though? Because he could have been out the there. world's gonna be obliterated anyway. Well, they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that. You I know? mean, I think something to keep in mind <clears throat> for Shinji and why he's in that state is Koaru is the first person who ever accepted him for who he is and conceivably loved him for who he is, and he was forced to murder him with his own hands. Mm-hmm. And so because of that. I mean, that would kind of break anybody. Like, hey, take take the only person who's ever liked you and go murder them. Like, you know what I mean? I think that, to be fair, you would think you're the biggest piece of shit who ever lived and that nothing you did mattered. The guy that was the angel, is that what you're yep. talking Where he popped him like a little grape? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I liked how they showed them, like, rinsing the hand off. You know, so you really got the point that he squished Oh, him. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. It was. But, like, in the movie, they don't hold back with any of the gore. Or no, anything. they no. don't. Like, so I wish the whole show was, like, like that, where you would have watched him, like, Well, you got to keep him. in mind, though, that it was, and this is why I think it's it, it had the notoriety it did, is it was slated for a time slot and meant for kids. And so because of that, that's why when it goes in the complete 180 of everything else around it, uh, that's why it sticks out. Yeah. And it very much does stick out because, you know, you go through the whole show and, you know, they, they fight the angels and, and there are some very tense, I, de- I definitely amazing, want to talk about some of the There's some fights. great battle scenes, but... Um, you know, some very tense moments, but then it's when you finally get to the like end of Evangelion that you're like, everything has gone to just absolute shit. Like it was prophesied to be in the well, Dead this is what was, Exactly. And it's but basically I what that. was it's basically what was supposed to happen happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in 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 a way, the ending um the ending to the show and the title of the show overlap because if you take the oh yeah just, we were going to talk about what the meaning of the yeah so neon being new genesis being beginning and evangelion which would be in english well it means gospel which means good news and so you could say call it like the the good news of the new beginning right because there is kind of a new beginning and for we were humanity. talking about this last night and literally the avas are the only good news like that's yeah. the own their only hope literally are the Avas. Yep. And it's so fucked like up they, how they the got rest, the Avas though. You'd never too. see them having like a good time. No. No. Yeah. Never. Like ever. Like the world sucks. And then they it was brought up in this well, video Scott sent me last night where he it, it this guy pointed out that it'll like those long, weird, awkward shots where there's like no people or it'll show like an empty classroom or yep. If that's like to show like how empty and lonely the world is. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. half the population got destroyed, and you get, I think, very few like brief glimpses of, like even Shinji and Misoto, and even when like Oscar moves in with them, they do have kind of like familial like moments, and he's got moments with Misato where they're like a little family, or he's got little fun moments with his friends that are very 
few and far between that I think were kind of like Shinji was starting to get a little bit of growth. That's what but pisses then, me off about the end. It's yeah. like when he like lets her just die and then he goes out there and cries about it some more. Yeah. Like, I, dude, you could have been out there helping her. And she true. maybe wouldn't have got, or at least you both would have got. Like, but when you're severely depressed, um, I don't like. Care. I don't care. This is uh, I know. bigger than your little fucking. <laughs> I get that, but I'm just saying uh, depression di- siphons your will to do anything. It does. I get yeah. that. I'm and, just saying. Yeah. He was being we, a little fucking girl. We were the oh, yeah, same totally. way, though, Chelsea and I, after watching it. We were like, God damn it. You know, the yeah, whole exactly. We were like, yeah. what the fuck, Shinji? Yeah, yeah. He, you, you just mentioned all this stuff, like this supposed growth he goes through throughout the show. And it's all for literally nothing. Yeah, You know, I don't, nec- I don't think it's for nothing necessarily, though, because his... It didn't he, mean anything at the end. He still let his friends all day. I, I because mean... Because he, he was sad. Because he killed a guy he literally just met. Well, no, he, uh, like, the wor- the world was going towards that anyway, so, like, some form of, like, reset, though. Well, yeah. I well, yeah, that. and them trying to do the instrumentality. And the thing is, had Shinji not shown Ray like, that he actually cared about her as a person and not as... A, a lifeless doll, yes, or as a tool. She's not a person, though. But to but to him, she was. He did. He wasn't aware that she didn't have a soul. He she was just another person to him that was sad and lonely, and he wanted to show her that you know she wasn't meaningless. And you see the shift when he rescues her, you know, after Gendo does, and she she kind of freaks out for a moment, and then realizes that it's Shinji and smiles at him, and that's the tonal shift of her love for him. And if she didn't love him, she wouldn't have given him the option of you can either be essentially reborn in this new kind of world or just let everybody be in their little soup. Yeah. What's the blonde lady fucking Gendo? Yes. Yeah. Like mother, His like daughter. daughter. Yep. yep. So that's Shinji's sister. And he didn't even know who Ray. No, the fucking blonde lady. No, no. she's not. No, no, no. She, they were fucking, he was fucking her mom after she was born. Yeah, uh, that was after she was born. But she was calling him, like, dad or some shit, wasn't she? Not, not that, that I'm aware Not of. that I recall. If she did, it'd be in a kinky way. Okay, well, yeah. I just, <laughs> well, he was about to shoot her, so I don't think daddy it was. Gando. Yeah, shoot me, daddy. But he, he used sex to you to manipulate and use both of them to further his ends. Yeah. They meant nothing to him. And yeah. and she realizes what that did he at wa- the end. What, he wanted to what? Be united with his dead wife. That's through, his ultimate through the goal. Instrumentality thing. Yep. Yep. That is his only goal <laughs> in the whole thing. Yeah, he would have ke- starts that whole shit. He was down to sacrifice everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's a man willing to burn. That's why I said the world. other day, and you were like, "No, I don't know." When we were talking on the phone. What? It, no, you're talking about how like. The instrumentality is where, like, all the people... I forgot what you were talking about with that, but that was the thing that I said no about. And then you're also talking about a video that Scott sent you where they were talking about, like, Ray is Shinji's mom. And I was like, well, I... Like a clone. Like... P- p- well, part of Shinji's and, and, mom and, and, is, uh, is, I guess, kind of technically... Of, yeah, part of the Eva. Yeah, part the, of the Eva. Yeah. And, and her that, soul is in it. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's but not with that's Ray, what I made what's think. her name what's her name fuck I suck with names Oscar 
Yeah. Part of that, her like made her come out of her little depression was no, like realizing that her mom well, was a part of the Eva and then she was like kicking ass and then yeah. Well, and that's because they put the caring part of her mom's soul while she was still alive in the Ava. Mm -hmm. And that's why she goes nuts and thinks her daughter is like the doll and kind of just loses her own shit because they took part of her, uh, that part of her away and put it in the Ava. Oh, yeah. I remember it was, uh, you thought the human instrumentality was like a hive mind thing, which you're not yeah, technically I mean, yeah. wrong on it that you can describe it that way. But I like the way that YouTube video that Scott sent us, like the guy describes it as, all the people having one will, one desire. You just, you know? uh, but yeah, you're all, it's all one. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but um, that wasn't like technically wrong. It's just, I like it. I mean, a hive way. mind would just be individuals that are connected, whereas I would argue in this case, there are no individuals. Right. Yeah, so there would that's be where, no individuality. That's why I think I like that definition a little bit better, you know? Yeah. And a hive mind would also demonstrate, like, working towards one thing. Do you think there's individuality with bees? Uh, it's, I mean, that's kind of hard to answer just because... Because that's a hive mind, right? They so. are, but when you're talking about animals, you <clears throat> But know, do you think they see themselves as individuals, or do they even have that kind of perception? I would, I would doubt I they would doubt they would have that kind of perception. You're just to be doing what they're doing. So that's, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, that's, I guess that's my point. Is like, so well, even in a hive mind, there really isn't individuality either. Even if you're you have separate little entities doing what they do. Well, so let's use a science fiction example of a hive mind, the Borg from Star Trek. Right. They had no individual wills, but they did have individual perceptions. And so mm -hmm. they, you know, so they would be, you know, so what they observe goes back to the hive mind, right, kind of a thing. So there's still a notion of individuality insofar as they are different drones, whereas I would argue instrumentality, there is no sensation for any of these separate minds. It's just that all that barrier has been broken down. What is well, that? Well, what does that look like then? What, what was that? Well, what was the instrumentality supposed to look like? I mean, imagine just the things that separated us, our, you know, our personalities. Our so we become energy or we become our AT fields? Our I think a, so, yeah. The AT fields completely broke down. Yeah, we lose our AT fields. Entirely. Isn't that your soul? The AT fields are the fields that make us individual and, like, bind us and, you know, they make us the individual that we are. So if you remove that, you remove all the individuality. This one, yeah, this guy in the video, he... <clears throat> talked about um the porcupine the hedgehog's dilemma yeah right where they get they want to huddle together for warmth but they can't because they'll hurt each other and that's like yeah. Like just a good metaphor for people. Arthur Schopenhauer came up with that one. <clears throat> well, yeah. yeah, to be human is to suffer, <laughs> essentially, because... It really is. Yeah, because yeah. either you close yourself off and you suffer because you're alone, or you try to get close to someone and risk being hurt by them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why people, you know, build up their walls, you know, and... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think it definitely does a... Uh, a good job of, of covering that too you know you definitely see the moments in the show where they long you know they want human contact or they want to offer that comfort and somebody rejects it you know or turns away or, or they just do a poor job of soliciting it like asuka definitely wants adoration from shinji 
but she also doesn't, you know. You're right, yeah. Well, just like Shinji and his dad, mm. where, like, he, with that episode where he realizes, because he tells him good job, and he's like, oh, oh thank oh, you, daddy. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That's the stuff. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. He, like, comes, basically. Yeah, well, <gasps> speaking of him doing that. Yeah. Oh, God. The hospital scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that? I, I, I wish I could have been there to see Chelsea's I, first reaction. I very vividly remember just looking at Vince, and we like paused it just after like that happened, cl- and I was like, I, I, I really need to go get another beer to process yeah, what just happened. Beer. Yeah, we both got what a beer. Fucking... I was like, yeah. You th- imagine how shocking that would be in theaters. Oh, God, yeah. The close-up of his little cum-covered hand. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I know. I'm like, th- I get it. This show definitely, th- they throw Yeah, it didn't take him very long, did it? That stuff in your face. No. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. young. <laughs> He's like, oh, poops. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, dude. It's uh. rough. I- yeah, he cared so much. Like, okay. So he was super upset that she was like, in a coma or whatever, right? And so he's like trying to get her to wake up, and it's like a super heartfelt thing, and he's like sad, and he like and then just the power it, and then yeah, and then he <laughs> it totally ruins like him being any kind of good person. Yeah. By can you really him, say any him, of them are good people though off. in but, the entire show? And then he obviously didn't care that fucking much. He let her fucking die. After he, like, spanked it to her fucking unconscious titties. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, okay, I... <laughs> he right. is, like, literally a fucking, like, fuck that guy. But I okay, agree but he's also, with Chelsea, though. But he's also a 14-year-old. You're acting like he should be an adult that can discern between his emotions of love and depression. And let's be honest, the hormones are strong. And Asuka in the yeah. show is supposed to represent sex. That's kind of her counterbalance between Ray and and her with Shinji. Is Ray is kind of the love part, and Asuka is like the sex part. And he's constantly kind of torn between the two. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, on top of that, Scott said it best before any of us started watching this where there's not supposed to really be any likable characters in the series you know i mean they all have their things to them where you're like man they're all fucked up every single one of them you know not one of them is necessarily a good person you can find an unlikable trait with every single one very easily oh yeah most definitely there there's something to dislike about all of them you know i wasn't really a big fan of asuka in the beginning i thought she was just a little twat you know yeah i was like she's just a little angry aggressive bitch she's supposed to be american no she's german she's german yeah okay deutschland but uh, I mean, you think about it. It's think about from a writing perspective, getting people invested into a story where the characters are dislikable. That is one of the hardest challenges as a writer you can do. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Yeah. To make a story where people don't hate the story because well, to get people invested in characters they kind of hate. Well, right? yeah, because you kind of hate all of them. It's like Game of Thrones. <clears throat> kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, in a way, you kind of. You dislike all these characters for certain reasons, you know? Like, they all do something that you're like, what the fuck, you know? Like, I just, you know what? Like, I get that the end of the world was coming and whatever anyway. It's just like, Shinji, he, like, made me, like, start to like him. And then... And then he fucks it all up in the end. Yeah, he just completely drops the fucking ball. 
And he, d- he does, and and you and know, lets I totally everybody fucking die around him, like while he throws a little girly tantrum. And I totally yeah. agree with that, but at the same time, too, I, I very much enjoy the fact that it did end with him and Oscar choosing to not become part of the instrumentality. They decide that you know they want to come back essentially, and they're the new. Adam and Eve, for lack of a better term, and I think it's a perfect oh, and ending. He, and he gets to what a fucking fuck that. But I mean, at the same time, though, there is like no he lets in giving people the choice. He lets of everybody down, and he gets to be the new Adam. But he gives it well. The I, world's fucked, though. I don't know how much of like a a perk that is. like they're basically yeah, going to be real. living in the apocalypse, like just the two of them. Like I wouldn't necessarily say that it's just like the two of us. Yeah, yeah, they can make it if they try. And so, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think like, yes, I mean, to me, yes, he was a little bitch, but I think him deciding to give people I the think option. He's a really realistic little bitch person. I do, too. Actually, I think he is realistic. And I think we also we watch it as adults. But imagine if you were a 14 year old thrown into that situation or and, if you're watching it at 14. and your emotional maturity and dealing with. Okay, you have to hop in this mech and go save the world. Like you haven't prepared for this your whole life. I mean, I guess Asuka kind of did, but Shinji, they just grab him. You've been, I'm guessing, homeless this whole time. I'm not sure when he, you know, just kind of wanders to the movie theater and stuff. That's the assumption that I get. But he comes from nothing. They just some secret government lab shows up one day and they're like, "Hey, you got to get in this mech and go kill this angel right now, or else like the whole world's gonna die. That's on your shoulders." Well, and they kind of foreshadow it, right? You know, because earlier in the show, Shinji runs away at a very yep. crucial moment. He does. Yeah. And flees. And so they kind of foreshadow uh, what's going that he's going to let bigger, everybody know. Yeah, that bigger moment later that's, on in the show. That's you know? a good point. But yeah. I don't think he lets everybody down in the fact that he... Yeah, he totally did. I mean, they all died. because <laughs> They were all going to die anyway. I, that, he didn't know that. But here's though. the thing. They can come back he if did. they choose to. He gave them that choice. He chose to give them the decision to come back versus just staying fucking nobody, mind Nobody super- decided to... Nobody else decided to come back but him? Well, they can, but him and Asuka were the first two that do. Uh, that get eyeball. reborn. Yeah, that get reborn, yeah. essentially. And others, they can decide to be reborn if they want to. Or, you know, soul soup. How does this soul soup thing happen? When you lose your AT field, you essentially just liquefy into, in essence, What's of nothing. What's called LCL. Like yeah. that, that orange gel that they were in in the Avas or in that kind of oh. secret underground lair okay, where they it. were keeping Ray. There's something in my eyeball. <laughs> so it's like. conceivably in this universe, all living beings, or at least all humans, are turn into this type of Do you suit. need me to rinse your eye with some water? No, I'm okay. It's just well, like a- the LCL they sit in in the uh, Ava units are the blood of Lilith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That big um, angel. That yeah, that big orangey goo that she's kind of hanging out in. Kind of all crucified. Yeah, yeah all so crucified. That they they keep all the pieces of Ray in for when she gets fucked up and they need a new one. Well, that's why Shinji, when he's trapped uh, in his Ava unit and can't get out, and he's you know the LCL only has so much like time to keep them alive in there. He starts smelling and tasting blood, which made a lot more sense because okay. in that moment I was confused as shit. So. <clears throat> Let's talk about the angels. Mm. Yes. Obviously. Well, and then, like, so Adam's, like, the first angel, right? But yep. he's Yes. He caused the second made, impact. Who made Adam? 
They don't really go into that. It's nope. like, so how do you know they're just they're angels? How do you? So the only like, hint, how do you know they're actually <laughs> angels? And I know it doesn't act like matter. The only hint I would give is the, they mention and reference the Dead Sea Scrolls, which obviously are basically just copies of the Masoretic text of Judaism. So because of that, you could make the argument that they are, in fact, created by Yahweh, which is the Judaism Christian God. You could make that yeah. argument because um, they're in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Now, the Dead Sea Scrolls, I do think, contain other things other than the Bible, but you get my point. Right. So you could make that argument. As far as it goes for the overall deity. That and they're yeah. using the Dead Sea Scrolls as their, like... Means of prophecy. Yeah, means of prophecy of what's going to happen, and it prophesies angels coming to attack them, so they know they are angels, well, is what I took from it. Essentially, um, it was only supposed to be Lilith that was supposed to come to Earth and create mankind, but for some reason, Adam also came to the Earth, which sparked the war, because uh, both of them could not survive on that world um, and coexist. You know, one had to kill the other, basically. Yeah, which is what Kawaru <coughs> talks about right as he gets his head. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so, you know what's funny to me is that these angels, like, attack one at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's such a bad strategy. Yeah, so, I Like, mean, it makes you almost think they wanted the angels to be killed. So... It's, I, like, it, they were there to more to, like fuck with our heads than anything i mean they could be but consider too they find an angel that's buried deep in the magma and all that shit that oscar goes out hot magma so it's it's theoretically possible that they were all planted in a embryonic state just like how adam was in antarctica and so it's very well possible they all just started hatching and like growing in succession kind of thing yeah Yeah. random order yeah but if you if it was planted there to, like so they are the apocalypse right yes yeah and so I they mean, um so if you were gonna do an apocalypse <laughs> well and right? think about like, it they're, why, always, why all the they're going after the nerve facility because they're trying to get lilith and adam that's why they they're trying to not create- only that but if it wasn't for the evas Let's be honest, one angel would be enough to destroy the entire planet. Yep. They right. wouldn't need yeah. more than the others, so they'd only Cause, need cause to send one at a time. Nuke them, fucking throw everything they got, and they're like, oh shit. Like, what do I do? You know? So. Yeah. And you very much see that you know which on one the stood naval out to scene. Me? You know which one stood out to me was the giant, like, uh, floating, like, fortress, like the. the owl, the tetrahedron, or whatever. Threat. Yep. That thing was cool. Yeah. Right. That one was really cool. Me and Vince. Like, he went out there and just got blasted, like, in the chest. And they were like, oh, fuck. And, like, brought him back down. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, but how they killed it was cooler than fuck, too. Mm-hmm. It really was. The battles are definitely. They're fun. They're so much fun. Especially, I loved. Well, let's go the, down the ocean one. Let's That's go down. My favorite too. Yeah, let's go down the list. Start with the first angel. Which one was that? Oh, isn't it He's, Seraphim or? It's so, the one where no, it's. Oh my god, I can't pronounce their two. names. Not, no, that's not the right name. I guarantee oh, okay. you, that's not the right name. Just Google image. Evangelion. Oh wait, angels. sorry, I was on episode seventeen. My bad. <laughs> that's why. 
Um, but it's kind of the two-headed Isn't it Satchiel that starts attacking? Yeah, Satchiel. Yep. Yeah. I knew it was something along those lines. Doesn't he come back later? Satchiel is one of my favorites. He's the one no, that kind of looks killed. like he's got like a bird skull on him. He's my favorite. And he's my favorite too, actually, just aesthetic wise. Ramiel is the one he likes. The underwater one. I forget which one that the was. The underwater That's battle my oh, was yeah, my they, favorite. Where it yeah. like swallows the ships and then. Yes. I love it. I, I, did the ships fishing. survive that? I wasn't clear. Not all of them. Not all of them. No, the no. ones that Quite were in its mouth. I don't think so. So the no. people, the people that killed that, you that were on those ships, all just you know dead. They're like, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. They sh- like she made that call pretty, like cav- like all the like she's like, yeah, just blow up those ships. Everybody on them's like, whoa, <laughs> right? <laughs> we're doing what? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but we're doing what now? But I what mean, in the hoyer? You could say the same thing with D-Day. See all them German bunkers with the machine guns? Yeah, go over there. Yeah, run you after know. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, go jump. play tag with some Germans. It's fine. So, anyway, so the first one, and they all had like their different powers too. Right. I really enjoyed the one that was drilling down into the earth that like that was the that, same one. Yeah, that the... Shinji and Asuka had to kind of like maneuver in the tunnel and shoot it strategically to get oh, it. Oh, that where they had to work together. You're talking where, about where the one was... of the acid. Yeah. It yeah. Was... Oh, it was the acid. Yeah, that it was yeah. dripping down that they had to kind of maneuver around. That one was weird. It was like a giant. The eyeball wasn't it looking thing? With the yeah. big ass eyeball and the yeah. spits acid. I liked that yeah. one. They all had like some sort of eye. Mm-hmm. Or yep. mo- most of them. And like when you see, um, have you ever looked up pictures of like a biblical, like mm-hmm. a biblical angel? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the and, the, the and they're always like covered in eyes and shit too. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's definitely not you know cupids or anything. It's pretty so, terrifying uh, shit. Like some of them. I like more than others, like some of them kind of, like the one that could split into, like that didn't like seem to fit with like the other ones, you know what I mean? Well, then the weird little red dick looking one. I like when they're like, I like (laughs) when they're extra weird, like just like a floating cube, like that one was. Yeah. Like I like how fucking, like how scary would that be? Yeah. Where it, and it's just fucking shooting a fucking crazy laser. I mean, it, I just look at it and go, you get variety and, with the show, which yeah, is good. that's true. Yeah, I'm not saying I hate do. any of them. I just like the weird. There are some that are more exciting than others, too, I think, with the battles that you get to see as well. Like, I even love, like, when they have to do the lava one with, you know, like, the embryo and stuff like that. They... See, I love when Satchel punches the missile and you just see the missile just go and crank all up and then oh, yeah. explode and well shit. yeah like catches yep. it in the air yeah, yeah. I, oh, I mean yeah. shit like that I'm like that happened in end of Evangelion 2 they shot missiles at uh, Asuka and like one hit her her Eva right in the face and like crumbled around it yep mm-hmm. and then she like grabbed the other one you got it, man. And then they exploded. And the drawing and animation in End of Evangelion it's amazing. is amazing. It's gorgeous. Oh, it yeah. is absolutely like stunning. Like that fight scene with her and those the Eva units mm-hmm. or whatever they called it. It's badass, honestly. Your like, Eva it, series? It definitely, for me, like, fuck Shinji. I'm glad that she 
She got like her. It should have been her, not him. He's a fucking punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he will die on this hill. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck that gay. But you gotta admit, <laughs> it's a show that uh, is deeper than it looks. And it'll make you think a lot afterwards. At least it did for me, for okay. sure. I, I noticed, like, I couldn't stop thinking about it for a few days. And I was, you know, on the, the, the dark web. Okay, not dark web. But in the deep depths of the web at, like, 1130 at night, looking up theories and all kinds of different shit about it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, though. I mean, I love the show. It definitely... Like topped my expectations for sure, I and mean, yet I had to struggle beyond. for how many years to get you to watch? You it? know what though, I I like that I went into it really with no expectations, honestly, because like Scotty had talked to me about it before, but all I really knew was that it it focused a lot on different, you know, like psychological issues and depression and loneliness and things like that, and they were fighting in mechs like angels coming to Earth. Like, that's literally all I knew about it going into it, so I kind of liked not having any preconceived notions of it and just diving full-fledged into this thing and not really having any idea of where it's supposed to go or what's going to happen and just really enjoying the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> like the last episode... <clears throat> the last is, two is are a, very weird. Yeah, it's just like a fucking acid trip. Oh, it's fucking crazy. That's why when you're messaging us, it's like, oh. Uh, I was like, what? Enjoy the ride. Well, <laughs> and I was just trying to listen to what they were saying. Because it's supposed to be like manic and like... It's supposed fr- to be... What they call it? Like a like, psychotherapy session? Or what do they call that? It, Something it, like that. It's supposed to be a specific <clears throat> type of like... I would um, call it a dialectic, but but they were yeah. I mean, they were all saying everything they were saying had some kind of meaning. They weren't just yep. saying random shit. So no, I was trying to like listen to what they were saying, and it was kind of funny because like all of them are like abandoned people in one way or another. Every mm-hmm. si- yep, every single one of them. Yeah. Yep. They all flawed and broke. And then that, so, yeah, that, uh, that one guy that Shinji pops. Oh, Kawaru. And he's uh, one of the angels too, right? He has the soul of Adam. Yeah. So, yeah. he was talking about, um, fuck. What was he talking about? <laughs> Things and stuff. Man. No, he was talking, <laughs> he was talking about the, uh, you know, to be human is to suffer. Or, or right, like the human condition. We were talking about that last night, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like that's what they're talking about. Is just like the human condition in general, and then so. But I've thought so the whole instrumentality thing. So it's like I've already. So when you're thinking about like how could humanity like as we are right now, we're not talking like Evangelion, but like just humanity right now how could you see one unified like planetary the human race like you know what i mean where we're all living in a like a really good way where nobody's suffering and nobody's like treating each other like shit and all this it's like that future that you know what i mean yeah that Mm -hmm. dystopian future where everything's just like star trek yeah. Okay. But like, but, 
I don't think it exists. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, how how would you? It can't unless we're all of one mind. Yeah, it can't with individuality. It just can't. It can't. You know, yeah, I mean, like, and yeah. your best shot would be have something existential. The, the price you. of individuality is to like suffer and like. Yeah. The only thing that would unite us to that degree would be something like Mass Effect, where you have the Reapers coming to wipe all of us out. It's kind of hard to spitch and squabble when we're all fighting against something bigger than us. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that would probably yeah, be but, like... Yeah, but if beds. something came here to kill us, we would be so fucked. I know, but I'm just well, saying... We're not going to be fighting against nothing. I know, but how many people are just going to like... They're going to fly by and be like, beep, oh, boom. I know, but you, you get my point is that we would at least die trying. I bet you would, would think, or we would all panic. And I turn think on everybody, each other. yeah, I think look what happened with COVID and like anytime anything happens, everybody freaks out and goes and buys all the toilet paper and treats <laughs> each other like shit. That's true. So it's like, I think, you know, it's cool to think about all those kind of things like Starship Troopers or any of those movies. I'm where, doing my part. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but really, people just suck. Suck and we would turn on each other. And What is that? I have I no clue, no man. Clue. Is your fucking place haunted? Is that out there? Is that like one of the megaphone like, we are testing the sirens to die. Trash. I have no clue. That's crazy. Yeah, what was that? Maybe there, maybe there's some police officers out there going surrender now. Yeah, we're and we don't hear them because <laughs> yeah. yeah. they're like come out with your hands up. We're like, what? What? Meanwhile, we're like Shinji's a bitch. <laughs> this is an escalation. <laughs> uh, they kick in door, shoot us all. <clears throat> I watched, oh I watched a video in slow motion of a guy who throws a flashbang into his uh, living room. He's got two kids, and he comes out with Nerf guns, starts shooting them in the face. <laughs> They're like a room in clear with Nerf guns. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> shooting his kids. They're like, ah. That's fucking funny. I thought it was funny. Oh God. Dude, so my son, for Christmas one year, got this really huge like Nerf gun. It shot like, like the the darts were like, big right and it, it like i mean it had some pepper on it <laughs> My dude. like i was like this thing's fucking legit <laughs> and i was like i had it loaded up and like i came around the corner all like i was fucking rambo or some shit i'm like huh, from the hip and i like shot at my son tried to hit him like in the chest or whatever <laughs> it nailed him like straight in his eyeball <laughs> <laughs> like on, on like and he was like what oh, like freaking out and i'm like oh fuck yeah. like, oh, that's shit. not good parent of the year award i know yeah. <laughs> it was really shitty like <laughs> on christmas and i like try to shoot you just his, nail your kid in the eyeball with his present his eye out. <laughs> yeah you'll shoot your eye out kid yeah it's all his i know you got and it I, for him and you're like i'm so sorry no i didn't buy it but it was it's it's. I think he still has it. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Did he ever get you back? No, probably. Shoots you in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> While you're sleeping on the couch. Just bap. <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> Speaking of I'm which. more siblings. <laughs> the guns in Evangelion. That's one thing I actually. I'm not sure if they explained or not. That I'm just not. I want to know how they build a giant fucking rifle well and on top of that how do those bullets differ from anything else like you know the military uses or anything and 
Why does it seem to have an effect on the angels? I, I just That's look at question. how all their tech and shit works and how they have all this, like the whole city drops into the ground and like i think that is and so then, fucking and cool they have like sp- like buildings where the that's where the evas will pop out it'll just like slide up and it's like a they've had I'm prophecy like, okay, so they've how, had time to plan for 15 years fifth they built all that in 15 years i just think they were further ahead than we are you know it's 2015 i know but okay but in 1995 in though 2015 probably seems so like Oh, technologically oh, advanced. Way. I mean, oh, <laughs> look at, yeah. Look yeah, at computers. Sh- oh my god, it's 1995. Yay! Look well, at Y2K. Oh, <sighs> Cell phones are coming Dude, out. Look at shit like Back to the Future. They thought we'd be like you know on hoverboards by now and shit. Dude, so. I wanted a hoverboard as a kid so bad. Oh, oh me too. Yep. We got hoverboards. Oh, Not the right no. one. No. No. They don't we even hover. Shinji. What a stupid name. We have the Shinji version. Why do they call it a hoverboard? boards. Yeah. Why do they call them hoverboards? It's lies. Because they're fucking assholes. They should call it a... It's a marketing scheme. Board of lies. Yeah. It's the, a... The board of disappointment. <laughs> yeah. For real. Do you want to hover? Well, the you can The board of injuries. Here... Yeah. People I guess wheelboard didn't really roll off the tongue for marketing. They're like, you know what? Skateboard's taken. Damn it. Yeah, we got to call it a wheelboard. They kind of look like they're hovering. With some wheels on it. Wheelboard. A wheelboard. Uh, hummerboard. It's a smaller version of a wheelbarrel. Feed all your alpacas in one run on your wheelboard. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So but yeah I just which one was, know. okay, what was your favorite angel? Favorite definitely uh, the underwater one. I love I love him because I love the fight, and I also like him because he's unique in the regard that there is a lava one later. But you know, like there's not very many angels. I, I liked the thing I liked about that fight was that it um, they didn't the Evas didn't have to necessarily destroy uh, every angel. Like they did most of them, but in that fight, it was those two ships that really, right, destroyed. Right, that really like like killed, got it. the job done, well, kind of thing. And the reason, rest why, in peace to everybody on those motherfuckers. Yeah, but the reason, the reason why it's also my favorite. half the people in the world are already gone. Well, let's blow up a fucking ship. Yeah, full but of our be- you know, they're full men, of so our best repli- and brightest. They're yeah. men, so they're replaceable. Fuck That's em. what society says. Oh, Fuck <laughs> but the other the show reason, is fucked up, man. The other it reason is. why it's my favorite though is because in that element, you know, in water and shit like that, the, it's so tense, and I feel like that would be the worst fucking angel to face, you know. Well, yeah, because yeah, you you're would be less. Type, you you would be less mobile. Yeah, and unless you're in that type of configuration that can actually go through water and not implode by the Titanic. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it's like that would be fucking terrifying. Like that would be, I feel like one of the scariest battles you could face. You know. Oh well, you think about it, it's like I only <coughs> well, have to go like three hundred feet, and then I'm in the darkness of the water, and I can't tell which way is up, which exactly. way is down. The, la- the lava's kind of worse, though. Oh yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah the lava scene Dude, was very tense. That yeah. would have. Yeah. I had like high anxiety through the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What was yours? Still the uh, diamond th- dude in the sky. Well, I liked that one, and I liked how they ended that fight with like the big ass sniper rifle, and then Ray like blocking 
that beam with that with that like shield. I'm like, oh, what's that shield made out of? Why is it taking so long to everything? Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything there's, else gets well, fucked instantly. There's things with their tech, like the guns and that, that I'm like, what? It, I don't know if they explain it. Isn't and it I'm the just field? What do you call it? The well, AT the AT field. field. Yeah, isn't an AT field well, shield? Here, no. No, 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 no. Well, hear me she out was on holding this. she was holding a metal shield. Oh, that's hear me right. out on this though for the actual bullets. They obviously have had the ability to create Ava's out of angel parts. Why not use bullets that are coated in angel parts? Well, no, I, I mean I get that. Like there are probably theories that would explain it. Mm. But I'm just I mean, there's nothing in the show that really explains it. You think there? they're making their weapons out of the angels? Which would be a so, cool theory. I mean, you s- but angels didn't show up until well, that that at the beginning of the show, and they I know, already but had the nerve shit. because of Sale and the Dead Sea Scrolls already had their haste in the sleeve, and that's why I'd argue the military can't do shit about it. But nerve can magically step in and be like, "Hey, we're already ready to go," and that's yeah. kind of had the vibe I get in the first episode with the military dudes being like, "Well, fuck it, we threw everything we got. It's your turn, I guess." Like yeah. no one really had any faith in Nerve at that point. Yeah, you could they shoot nukes at angels and shit, and it doesn't. Yeah, and do it wa- and Satchel yeah. just walks what, through a nuke. And but he's they like, got eh. like some pretty crazy fucking weapons. You see that in uh, End of Evangelion when they're attacking Nerve headquarters. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do. I'm just saying that Nerve. Like those that nuke or what? Was it a nuke that they like? It must have been. Because uh, they they like did they exploded it like right over the top, right? It it probably was. I just think that Nerve was created to be hyper specialized. It's kind of like a ninja. Could a ninja fight five people at once? Maybe, but that's not what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to kill one high priority target, right? Right. And that's how I see Nerve being the angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nerve. That's Nerve's job is just kill <gasps> angels. Well, yeah, and I think you see that when that other group tries to make kind of their own mech. That ultimately, I mean, I know they sabotage it. That was so much like in um, uh, Iron Man. When the guy's like trying to make his own. Mm -hmm. Yep. His own shit. Iron Man 2. That's what it was. But it makes Uh, sense. Jason Hammer, isn't that his name? Something it, like that. I don't. I don't remember what his his name is. It's his God, last it's name is Hammer, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, but then, what is your favorite angel? Would you say, and why? Probably that one. That one still. Damn Just because I thought it was a cool fucking design. It is a cool fucking. I battle. thought it, it looked cool. I, I liked the simplicity of it and like the. Like, you know, it doesn't even feel anything. I think that's the scariest part about that. Right. It's like it's just a floating death cube. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, and, and yeah. And, it, and, it's, no and it's in, impenetrable, too, so, like, it's really hard to fucking... Destroy. Even so, do anything to it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I liked that they had to have, a like, a specialized weapon. Yeah. Well, and you think about it, that one angel alone easily could wipe the earth out on his own. Oh yeah, if yeah right, like you were saying, if they didn't have the the Evas, then they wouldn't uh, have a chance at all. Yeah, and that's where that prophecy element comes into play. Because if the angels had just shown up in 2015 and no mechs had been made, Earth is just done. Like third impact, yeah, they would have just there. 
Yep. Pushed our shit in. Have you ever had your shit pushed in? Because <laughs> you're about to. Fucking training day. Uh, have you ever had your shit pushed in, SA? <laughs> <laughs> I've had my shit pushed in. <clears throat> oh, my God. So, yeah. well, <laughs> it's the, I mean, but that's basically what would have happened if they didn't have those ready. Yep, exactly. So, so. yours is Satchiel, Scott's. Is that mostly like I aesthetic? Like well, I my two favorite. I have the two favorites. One. They're very different. I like the first one because of his aesthetic. It feels like a nightmare straight up Studio Ghibli. It feels like a demented Studio Ghibli I creature. Agree. It definitely 100%. does with his almost kind of like Plague which, Doctor looking skull. Which, yeah. and... which makes sense with Hideaki Anno being a, uh, a student under Miyazaki. Right, oh, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. He worked for Studio Ghibli. Oh. And then went his own way. Wow, I didn't fucking know that. That's cool. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then the second one is Kwaru. I actually think he's yeah. a really fascinating character. Yeah, yeah. For as brief Fair. as he is, yeah. For as brief as he is, he's pretty important. Oh yeah, yeah. He definitely he moves. Be the story. speaking facts though. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. He's, he everything he says is like truth. Yeah. Most definitely, yeah. He's very. Um, he just kind of and hits, he's like right, and he's like you, know? you should kill me. Like come on, man. Yeah, and he's like, it's fine. I didn't think it was gonna happen either. And then when he squished him, I just was like, his powers. I love his powers were fucking cool. But I love in that scene that they're playing classical music while he's just sitting there in his hand for like a solid like minute and a half, and then yeah, I I thought that was a really cool decision, and yeah, not a lot of people would do that or think to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, and those lengthy moments give you that anxiety too. You definitely feel that like tension. Yes, the tension throughout the show, or like you get uncomfortable. Yeah, the elevator. Certain, the elevator, yes, is very uncomfortable. Well, because it's where it's her, uh, Ray and um, Aska. Yeah, and they they're just like they don't even blink. I like. Well, and it's yeah, and you feel the tension between them, and how like Oscar has a lot of that, you know, just anger. And, and like a lot of hatred, and they, you know, they tell, talk about how she's very ambivalent, you know, especially to like Shinji and stuff like that. And, and you know, it makes you uncomfortable because we, as human beings, we try to fill a lot of us aren't, you know, comfortable with those silences. And so we try to fill them. And so in the show, you can't do anything about that. You know, you're just kind of left to watch and be stuck in that feeling uncomfortable for 30, 40 seconds, however long it's they decide. It's 57 seconds, I Yeah, believe. however long they decide. Mm-hmm. Almost a whole minute of them drawing it out that you're just... Well, when you think about it, each character is um, a particular response to the whole... Uh, to nihilism, in a way. You got uh, Misoto, who runs and hides in sexual pleasure to dis- distract her yeah. from things. You got Shinji that just basically shelters himself from the world completely withdraws inward yep you got asuka who's looking for the adoration and respect of others you know what i mean and so on and so forth yep all these characters are kind of a human response to the way of no me so you remember the episode where shinji's buddy ended up getting picked to Mm -hmm. pilot uh what was the unit three Mm -hmm. yeah and it goes berserk, right? What happened there? Why did his Ava go berserk? Yeah. Like what? They don't really explain the mechanic, but it seems like 
in a way, when Eva's go berserk, it's almost like the soul rejects it or something. Yeah. No, I would say the soul becomes like activated and goes I would say insane. like it, it, it goes sentient, I would say, and kind of like yeah, it's freaks no out. Just subtly sitting in the soup, if you will. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I think it becomes like self-aware in that moment. I think that's what happens when they become. And that happened when they... he connected to it. Yeah, and conceivably, I, I would assume following the pattern was, was his sister's soul in it. That's what we had wondered too. Yeah, I, don't I bet it would have been hers. That's what we theorize, but they but don't. We don't know. We yeah, we don't know for sure. I think that's what they're insinuating when they talk about her being in the accident and being in the hospital uh-huh. and different things like that. Because you don't, they don't mention anything about. It makes his sense mother. that it would be her though. Yeah, and, and maybe right. that's why. Maybe he emotionally couldn't handle it being his sister. Maybe he realized it the minute he sat in his soup. And they just or even um, in the inverse, looking at it from the standpoint of the Avas themselves, maybe with different people whose souls are in the Avas, maybe some just reject the bastardized nature they now have. Yeah. Whereas someone like Shinji's mom knew about it and was aware of of the nature of that and would have been, I think, more willing to go along yeah with more it. susceptible yeah and willing to that doesn't make like explain like oscar though i know but like well, her mom wasn't with it well uh, yeah but i'm just saying it's possible that each individual if your soul got thrown into that would react differently yeah, well, yeah. but they say yeah, that they sure. took the maternal side of oscar's mom though so mm. not the complete soul yeah not the complete right. soul just that maternal part of her <clears throat> So maybe because it was just that one part, she, you know, she was easier able to synchronize with her because it was that maternal, I love you kind of caring side well, of the giving soul. giving Aska exactly what she needed because she needed that love and adoration yep. that she wasn't getting. Yeah. Yep. In a very, like, manipulative What I loved way. about her, <laughs> like, we talked about her getting fucked up mm-hmm. at the end there. Which, you know, I wasn't, like, super stoked about. But what I did like about that is, like, because all throughout the show, she, like, obviously she was piloting her mech so people would like her. And, like, she just wanted people Fame and praise and glory. Well, not even that. She just wanted people, somebody to love her, really, I think. Well, look at even Uh, how desperate she is to throw herself at a grown man. Yeah, she wanted, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then she like loses herself when she like loses when Shinji becomes better than her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and she like all the way up to the point, uh, like she's still in that when she comes out of that coma, uh, for a minute because they like put her at the bottom of like a lake, a, a lake or some shit, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I liked. How, even though they did make her, like, she went out, like, pretty brutally. She at, did. at least she went out, like, herself. Well, yeah, and that's kind of like, what... Like, she went back to being herself and, like... She decided that she was not going to go down without a fight. And went out and on which her is, shield. Yeah, which is typical Asuka, you know? Like, that's, that's what you expect of her. And, and, you know, she kind of breaks free... I think of that, you know, needing all the adoration and stuff. And I think just finally does it for herself. You know, she's there to take care of her 
and it's not for anybody else, but she's fighting for herself, you know, to survive. I do think that there is something about the Human Instrumentality Project that's interesting, is it seems that not only does it unite people in terms of space, meaning everybody all at once becomes part of that primal soup, but it seems like people who are already dead become part of the primal soup, because Asuka dies, right? Mm-hmm. And yet she's able, her soul is able to come back out of the LCL and reform her AT field at the end of Evangelion. Which yep. maybe this was Gendo's well, plan all along. Yeah, it's an, it always be his with his wife. But, you know, essentially... Well, and it would immortalize everyone, too. <coughs> exactly. Yep. Right. So he's like, this might hurt. But he, he knew, he also knew nobody would ever go along with that. If you like, if you're like, hear me out, all I want to do is make, you know, I just want us all to die. But we're all coming back. Just to, don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like that he betrays Sele and does it under his own terms. And he doesn't, you know, you know, I don't know what he told Sele. If they knew every detail going into what it would mean. Or if they just thought, like, yeah, we can live forever or something. See, and that's kind of like what I would assume is that, because I don't think Gendo knew either that they could decide to become reborn. I don't think he was aware of that. I well, think. I don't think that was originally a thing until Ray gives that choice. Yes, yeah. until Ray decides, I'm going to give you the choice. Because with Gendo, she wouldn't have. I, it would have just been, you know, the human instrumentality, and that would have been it. But then. You know, she turns on him and decides, fuck you, I'm going to give your son the option, Ki- mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But either way, though, technically, you could say Gendo got reunited. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gendo does, in a sense, win. I mean, he yes, destroys Yes, he, he gets what he wants in the end. I mean. Fucking deed. But, <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah, it is very well, selfish. Gonna, it was destined <laughs> to happen anyways, though. I will say, though, in his in his place, though, when you're someone like Gendo, who no one really naturally likes you, and you have that one person who gets you, who, who here wouldn't say fuck the world for that? Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying, that's a very human like reaction well it is because humans react very emotionally and and his whole goal is very emotionally driven just for his love for his wife like he didn't give a fuck about anybody or anything else it was his pure goal was to be reunited yeah not everybody's gonna make that hero decision and want to like save everyone yeah Yeah. no so in that sense i do respect and appreciate him as a character because yeah he's a douchebag but he's a douchebag with a plan and he doesn't back like he's very. I say he never, um, he never like sacrifices his like I guess you could say integrity with his plan. Like he never wavers in his end goal. You know what I mean? He's definitely a very constant, no matter how fucked up it is. He's yeah, just usually working. when shit's going to hell around him, he's just like chilling at the table. Yeah, he because he knows he'll find a way to. Yeah, he's like this. this isn't the end of it. Like because he believes in the prophecy and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. he's like this isn't the end he must know oh so, we're not we're not gonna die today yeah like, he's an interesting it, it, evil it, person well and it's he's like a very a, interesting villain imagine in having a way that because kinda, he does win imagine you have a prophecy and it starts to happen around you and then you you have it from the prophecy from beginning to end like you know what's supposed to happen in the beginning of it and what'll happen at the end and you're somewhere in the middle, 
and shit's going to hell and everybody's freaking out and you're like, it'll be fine because we're not to the end yet. Yeah, exactly. And if you know what the end's going to be, then you can be like, ah, I know. I, but oh, so yeah, that's I'm... a certain kind of faith. Does that make him a religious person in a way? I mean, I would say he has a religious faith insofar as he believes he's right and he believes what he's doing is right and he believes it'll happen, I guess. Well, if all he cares about is, like, his wife, I don't know if he know, thinks it's right, but it's what he cares about. I don't think he cares about what's right and wrong. But here's the thing. You know? in, in somebody's mind, though, in, in his we own... We all twist and distort what's right and wrong. Yeah, we all oh, twist yeah. and distort. I don't we make think it he... right for us, and I think in his mind, what he was doing wasn't wrong because it was prophesied. He was just, I think, going to do... He was going to fulfill it his way. Or maybe yeah, he, he was going to fulfill it his way. He was going to do it the best to his ability of how he wanted things. Yeah, he's like, fuck everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I give a shit about everybody else? Well, yeah, I mean, everybody Other else is going to use... die anyway. So, you know, with the third impact. So you might as well do something like the Human Instrumentality Project that seems really fucked up to us on the surface. But then if you kind of think about it, angels just destroying the whole world or everybody getting to live as like you know soup in you know in one mind and kind of all be together you know but it does beg an interesting question with instrumentality because i do think a lot of people if you threw that out there to them that hey yes you lose your sense of individuality but you'll live forever you'll never be hurt by someone else you'll never be deceived by somebody else you'll never be subject to a lie there is well, a lot of otakus would go for that right away yeah absolutely yeah, i mean there definitely. are some people that to be able to feel connected to others with no possibility of being rejected yeah yeah so it draws that i'm sure that depressive <coughs> otaku crowd in japan that you know they're kind of the and and so of the hedgehog to give shinji the credit where he's due to be somebody so starved of affection to still willfully choose to live a life where he could still be rejected. That's what I'm saying. That actually does take a lot of strength to reject or to reject the idea that I could just be accepted without any possibility well, of rejection. And that's where I argue Shinji does have kind of his moment. moment. Yeah. That's what I think too. It might not, you know, it's not the moment we wanted. It's not him getting in the mess. It's a sad whimper and rather than a glorious. It's not a happy yeah. end. Yeah. It's not a happy ending but at the same time though it kind of is because you know like we said ray she gives him the option you know she's like you can decide and he could have decided to just go the easy way way and just withdraw and never have to worry about getting approval or people's love or, or whatever but he decides to go against that and give people the choice that they get to choose and, if they want to come back or of not. of Evangelion is the same thing happens in his mind in the last two episodes where he comes to the conclusion that even though I can be hurt by others it is still worth it. Yep. And so that's where the movie and the show are completely in agreement. And so that's why I argue the end of Evangelion doesn't change the ending it just gets to show it from the outside rather than just from the inside of his mind mm-hmm. if yeah. that makes sense i think it absolutely does and i think i don't think they could have ended it in a better way to be honest well, I, I think it ended perfectly i hold in my firm opinion. that there will never be anything like evangelion 
You know, I, I well, don't think... partly because of the time it came out. Well, yeah, and it's just such a unique original story that, you know, it, it's going to be hard not to... If someone tried to do something even similar, it's going to come off as a knockoff type of well, thing. Well, and here's why, right? So the Evangelion, and, and I'll argue the same thing for Hunter Hunter and why I think Hunter Hunter is the best shonen. Hot take, I'll admit, but here's why. What you or uh, what Neon Genesis did and why it is that way is with Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam from 1979 till 1995 had built a formula where Gundams are a power fantasy, just like when Goku beats the hell out of Frieza. That's a power fantasy. We're like, yeah, fuck him up, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's a really attractive thing for young boys, especially in this time in Japan. And Evangelion's like, wait a minute. What if I take that formula and break it down and deconstruct it and really think about the requisite elements and start to subvert your expectations and go in opposite directions from what you expect? And Hunter Hunter does the same exact thing. And that's where it's hard because they go so unorthodox and so in the face antithetical to the orthodoxy of the day. It makes them stand out in a way that once that's been done, it's kind of hard to do it again. Because you'd just be reacting to the same elements that they've rejected. Yep. Yeah. Right? If that makes sense. Because, well, yeah, like, it, it, like just... you know, Hunter Hunter, Gon doesn't care about being the strongest. And he never becomes the strongest. Mm-hmm. Where, Don't which is about, ruin it for me. I, I, I'm just being very general. Okay, here. okay, okay. I'm not ruining anything. I'm just saying he is a character does not care about that. Already, how He's many... He's very reckless. How many shonen, though, are have characters that don't care about being the strongest or getting stronger? Like that's a valid. Gone is just wants to get strong as a means to an end. Another example in Hunter Hunter is you do have moments where yeah, it is an epic fuck him up kind of a battle, but then you have a lot of times where that doesn't happen, or you expect it to be badass and then it subverts it by kind of being understated, and you're like, it's a little underwhelming, and you're like, oh yeah. Some people say it's anticlimactic, but I'm like. It is, but it isn't because, again, it's subverting your expectations. And what makes Hunter Hunter fun is they're in a world where they are always behind the eight ball. They don't really know every element going. They're always playing catch up. Well, especially Gon because he's so young and is you know, grown up his whole life literally on Whale Island, secluded from the rest of the world. And this is why when there's a key moment in the Chimera Ant arc, and I won't say what, when it happens, you're like, no, don't do it, don't do it, Gon. And you're like, no. Yeah. It's so good because they take something that in every other show, and you'd be like, yeah, and they just completely go, oh, no. <laughs> and that's a really powerful, subversive thing. And Hunter Hunter is to Dragon Ball Z what Neon Genesis is to Mobile Suit Gundam. Well, and I think that's what I liked about Neon Genesis was the fact that it you got these awesome battles, you know, between the angels and in the mechs, oh. which I love. Ava Unit 1 is not love. Speaking of which, though, we skipped over you. What's your favorite angel, though? My favorite is the water one. Yeah, that yeah, one that well. one's definitely my favorite, and I love the battle. But then I also love the first angel because of the aesthetic. But I love Daddy Longlegs Angel too, just because. Oh, I forgot the way, about him. the way they killed that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. The way they killed that one, and plus I like spiders. But so. you know, and if you look at the Evangelion, the mechs in that are lithe. Athletic, very flexible. They feel or they're, they're organic. They're, they and bleed. they do feel organic. Well, that's come very to find organic. that out, they are. Well, and, I know, but and that's what, just what I'm getting armor. at is Mobile Suit Gundam with the complete opposite. It's very boxy. 
Well, and they went more the science-y oh, right. route. Well, because they are just... Uh, just actual, like, robot, are, yeah, like, mechs. Robot. They're not yep. organic. Like, I love when you see... Um, Ava, is it Ava Unit 1 that get, gets, like, its hand? Like, you mm-hmm. see it all exposed, and yeah. that's when you start realizing... Or when like, its helmet gets broken, and you see the eye staring oh, at Oh, the eyeball's him, freaky. The, even something that simple, no one had ever seen anything like that <laughs> in a mecha anime before. Well, I, don't, I don't like how they pilot them. They're just sitting in that chair with the slidey controls. Yeah. Like, how would you be making it do all that shit? Well, with because like, their neurology okay, is connecting to it. Okay. Well, so, I feel like they should be floating in, like, some shit and, like, doing the movements. Doing, like, the Namaste Lake Cross. <laughs> or, no. like, oh. in uh, Pacific Rim. Like, I was going to say, like, Pacific yeah. Rim yeah, yeah. kind of thing. But... I, I I'll accept it. I mean, hey, nothing it doesn't can bother be perfect, me at all. But you know, but that's actually I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good example of someone who tried to do something similar, but someone who has seen Neon Genesis now. Pacific I pointed out good, to though. you, it is very similar. Yeah, it's a very I love that movie. Still, not saying like it's shit, but you can tell there are I feel like heavily borrowed things from Neon mm-hmm. Genesis all, with the mechs Probably, how they pilot yeah. it. Well, like having two like twins versus like Shinji and his mom, you know, they mm-hmm. have to have that mental. Or even when him and Asuka are in her unit together mm-hmm. and they're kind of yeah, when fighting they, with each other mentally almost. That yeah. episode where they have to train l- learn they have to learn <laughs> to like move in concert. In sync with each other. R- right. And, yeah. That was cool. I mean I mean, you had to do that, but for why, though? Just so you could do a double flying kick? Well, because if they... Like, really, it was kind of... I was like, okay, I get what you're like. Well, because that angel, if you remember, if they didn't kill right away, would multiply if damaged. Well, I get that. They had to hit it with their best shot. But they had to do a perfectly synchronized flying kick. I think it was just more or less a... um, I just kind of considered they had, to da- it- they had to damage them at the same time, but uh. but also it gives a good uh, excuse to force them to bond. Yeah. It does, yeah, and you kind of get that bonding. So he could let her die in the <laughs> end. Yep. And who knows? Maybe <laughs> what didn't. a bond! <laughs> Best buds. <laughs> well, and maybe who knows? They maybe they didn't have to do that, but Nerve was like, "Okay, yeah, you guys have to kill this angel this way because you guys are so fucking incompatible as a team right now." Like you, you're, we're forcing you to work together because yeah. you guys yeah. just do not mesh. And like Scotty said, maybe an excuse, you know, <laughs> so yeah, to get them to fucking cooperate. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think there's certain aspects in the show like that that I don't necessarily focus on the technicalities because i i kind of kind of hand wave it away that's not their focus exactly that's kind of even like with the weapons and stuff like i get what you were saying kind of thinking about well how did they get them like where what did they create them from or how they get the technologies but at the same time i was just so into like the bigger picture of what was going on that i just want to see them annihilate angels i didn't really think about the the schematics of where they got things like i thought about after you know, but I like, mean, you, but even it's like Star Wars. How does a lightsaber work? I don't know, but it's badass, and that's sometimes that's as far as it needs well, to go. Well, they explain more in the comics. I, I know, movies, I know they do. I, I've got the encyclopedia too. I'm just saying, like, 
at the time in 1977, they didn't even bother. Well, no, they don't really need to either. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's a to. fucking laser sword. Yeah, but exactly. It still like, but it still yeah, doesn't that's keep fucking you. awesome. And, still, and I think it's the same mindset. But it there. still doesn't keep you from wondering, you know. Oh, like, no, well, no, no. What, 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 what's going on here? I'm just saying. Just because that was know. a curiosity of mine. And this was something like even a week later after watching it that I thought of. Because uh, I was just, I mean, like Chelsea said, I was thinking about it almost every day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the moment, I didn't give a shit. You know, yeah. The gun, yeah, how the guns worked or well, why it killed I mean, angels. You know, but... like there's a lot of things in any kind of like for mecha anime in general, like Code Geass, that Gundam. I turn my brain off because I don't believe you could ever have a mobile robot built that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. I don't even think it's physically possible. That's kind of how I look I at it care, too. Like you know? I just I'm, look at it as like a fantasy it, thing. Even if it is, I mean, let's face it. I don't think it's something that we, us, or even our grandkids would. F- see in their lifetimes you know like that would be something even if it is achievable mm-hmm. i mean i think we're still uh, centuries oh, away oh yeah. <laughs> yeah you know that's gonna It'd be take, cool but you know. that's gonna have take you ever some... seen that show big o it used to be on like uh adu- <laughs> adult swim and shit i don't uh, think so i remember i know the name it's but... kind of like batman but with like a mac instead of him Okay. Yeah, so it's like a rich guy, and it's got like all the same elements as Batman, but then he's got this giant fucking. They call them Jaegers. Oh, yeah. In, in this. That sounds familiar. Oh, that does sound very familiar. But I don't. I, I can't just like draw any imagery yeah. or anything to it. Yep, there you go. And. Yep. Oh, I've yeah. Seen yeah, that. and it, it, he'll, he'll like call it his the thing, and it's, it's, he's got a train. And it uses like the old tracks because humanity has amnesia. Some event happened where nobody can remember anything from a certain date. Mm-hmm. Okay, that in- so kind of it almost kind of reminds me of like an Attack on Titan vibe. Like nobody well, knows sort of, yeah. yet that like There's their past. There's an anime movie that someone, one of my coworkers, loaned me on VHS. I want to say it's called, called A Wind Called Amnesia or something. But yeah, it's something like that where everybody lost their memory and has the IQ of like a four year old, except for like one person that this guy meets and he's starting to kind of remember and shit. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I have to know how it is. I'd have to ask my friend what the title of it is. I watched it on VHS, though. I was like, this is fun. Yeah. It's mainly what that show is about. I think I never watched all of it Mm. because, like, it shows were weird sometimes. They would play a lot of reruns and then uh, they'd play, like, the first season of a show and then just keep doing that. Yeah. So you never got oh, to further yeah, like, on. Oh, I was going to ask you, have you ever seen the fucking anime Shin-Chan? No. Oh my god, dude. Oh, that was on uh, Adult Swim for a while, and I loved that fucking anime. It's yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. Shin-chan? He like moons people all the fucking time. He's a little shithead kid. and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good, though. It's very episodic. It doesn't really have like a fucking plot or anything, but... Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a fun anime where this kid just runs around causing chaos. Yeah, yeah. And mooning people. I've been happy rewatching you Haku show in the dark tournament and like, ah, oh, this I will still argue best tournament arc in anime. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of my hills I'll fight <laughs> and die on. <laughs> no, it, it's one of those things where like like being a Dragon Ball fan, there's so many. There are it. very like many elitists in that fan group. It's kind of almost like the tool of you know, um, 
the vignettes you see Queen Sabrina. Of, you know, the fighting <laughs> animes, yeah. But at the same time, though, you know, it's one of those things, like, I never claim that it's perfect. The reason oh, not, why yeah. I always say that, you know, it trumps Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter and things like that for me is nostalgia, you know? Because let's face it, we're our generation. We're definitely the nostalgia generation. And that was one of the very first Preach. animes I have, you know, I, I had ever watched. I, I remember, like, Toonami being a thing and whatnot. But once I got old enough and, like, started actually watching the shows on there and staying up later as a kid, um, you know, Dragon Ball Z was on a lot. And so was Dragon Ball. And so it was one of those things where I gravitated to it just because it was my first, you know. Same with the music. Like, a lot of people love the Beatles like especially older people you know and you got to understand like the Beatles were something new and creative when they came out and hit the scene in music and of course by our generation now we view we're like this <laughs> well we're like what's so fucking great about them you know but, but we weren't alive at like I think the same about Elvis but we weren't alive at that exactly, time you know we weren't getting to experience that firsthand when it was brand new you know right all that shit yeah but you know it's just one of those things where like um, I feel like when it comes to any fighting anime, I mean, there are so many people that would die on the hill that Naruto is way better than all three of those animes. But you know what's fucking... funny is Naruto ripped off Hunter x Hunter on all Naruto, its major ideas. Naruto and Naruto, uh, Naruto Shippuden are fucking masterpieces. But if too. you look it up, man, that they shit, lifted a lot of Hunter Hunter, man. Well, but okay. you see what I'm saying, though, right? You know, it's just when it comes to fighting animes, that's why I honestly hate the word calling anything a masterpiece just because it's so subjective. It's such a lick, like a a huge medium that is very saturated. I think when I say when I say that, I'm talking about just like the complexity of the story. Mm-hmm. The it. it it puts all the pieces together that make a good story. Like you can have like something like Trigun where he got the aesthetic and a lot of things right, but in the end the story was lacking. I think any time a like, work of art causes you to look in awe, it should automatically consi- be considered that's what I mean a masterpiece. About, that's what I mean about Evangelion. I know you said the guy said he didn't know where he was going with it. but That's what he claims. It's like... Is, I know. In hindsight, it's like, no way. You knew exactly where yeah, you were Yeah, you going. knew what you were doing. Dude. In first episode, you can get hints. But right. Oh, yeah, most definitely. When you go back and watch it through, you very much get hints of everything that's happening. When Ray says, you know, I, I know these glasses. Or like, I've seen them before, but I haven't. You know, it makes so much sense when you go back and realize, oh, shit, that's like... I think her second version, like the second clone of her, you know, and but you don't realize that all until the end. And I very much I love shows like that that come full circle that start you start putting the pieces together by the end of it. And it all starts clicking in and making sense like Steins Gate or even Attack on Titan in certain aspects of that show. You know, the pieces. I need to watch that. Yeah, you do. It's the pieces good. start falling into place, and you're like, yes, this That's makes another sense. another one that I ends figure- fucked up, huh? I don't know. We, don't, we won't have the. F- we will have. Yep, yet. we'll have the final chapter in but the fall. But people get fucked up in that show. That- oh, all the time, oh, left yeah. and right. I mean, shocking shit like, happens. It's Game of Thrones all over. Yeah, people like- that you're like, I like this guy, and then he's dead. Don't like-, like him too <laughs> much. Uh, yeah. Then he Titan <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I was it's- sitting at a buddy's house watching a random episode, and I was like, 
huh, this dude seems like he's he, all right. He must be a big part of the show or whatever, right? Um, and then right. like ten minutes later, he's getting like literally munched. Just eaten, yeah, just getting <laughs> I was munched just like, on. <laughs> I guess not. And that's and that's. I don't why, know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's probably why Steins Gate. Neon Genesis and Attack on Titan are my top three animes because, like I said, I very much. Should we do Attack on Titan? I I, or I think Hunter we could. Uh, we haven't done a. How long anime is Attack long on time. Titan? Attack on Titan is three seasons. They're like you know the twenty five episodes each kind of thing. Or is it or is it longer than that? No, it's, I thought it was. I like, think it's like. Isn't it four seasons, right? Four seasons of like 26 episodes. It's like four seasons. And then you get the first final chapter and then there will be a second half because the first final chapter isn't even dubbed yet. We had to watch it in the sub because I refused to wait. So Mm -hmm. next show we do, though, Samurai Champloo. That'll be the next episode. Okay. I'm done. And it's it's like twenty five episodes or something. It's like the same length. It's as just another like one like one yeah. season kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I've... which I like. I like when a story wraps up. You know what I, I mean? I do too. Actually, I'm I'm cool. Like I I definitely do prefer the shorter ones. I would say. I mean, I have like a few that are kind of like I'm watching in between that are a little bit longer. That as we're you know like doing this. Um, but yeah, I definitely. I really like the the kind of shorter ones, you know. I I definitely appreciate like a story, a very impactful one too. Even say, you know, like with Steins Gate or Neon Genesis, that Neon it doesn't Genesis. take much to really just punch you in the gut sometimes. Neon Genesis sends a very like powerful message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really like does. The, the show, that's what I mean. Like that's where I was going with all that. Is I think something like Neon Genesis, even though you don't like most of the characters, that's not really the point. You're not mm-hmm. necessarily supposed to. Right. It's like, but it it puts all the elements all together to make a story that I cared like so much about earlier when he wouldn't get in the fucking mech and he was just sitting on the ground like oh. I know like you're furious. I, I was getting fucking pissed yes yeah. you get absolutely just like you just want to fucking furious. throttle the little motherfucker mm-hmm. you do you're like I will kill this motherfucker I'll get in that Ava yeah. myself yeah. Well, God, and save her it was so bad where Masato basically at the end's like dude I'll suck your dick just get in the fucking machine okay she doesn't I'll say it verbatim <laughs> well, she, well she did she like kissed him and then she's like oh, I'll give you the rest when you mm. get back yeah. and then I, she, she fucking was, dies she was literally she knew she was too she's like yeah yeah, I'm gonna Dude, promise him some shit that'll do, never happen. She was like, "I will do anything and everything possible, to, yeah, you know, to I'll try also, to get get this kid in there." And I think she's like, "I'll do butt stuff." <laughs> just you don't have on to it pull first. out, dear. <laughs> you know, you don't have to come on your hand. You can just do it in me. It'll be our <laughs> dude. That plan shit. B. <laughs> like his whole hand was covered in it. Oh my god. Okay. No. Anyway, it's <laughs> definitely that teenage coming of. Coming of age. <laughs> it took him like 30 seconds. Yeah. He saw the titties and then is like 30 he, he, seconds he'd later. He's been building it up the entire time. And you're like, I got to get all that once. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then he's just like, man, I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm the lowest of the low. I hate yeah. that. I wish they would have kept the original. I'm so fucked up. Yes, I really wish they would have kept that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, oh, I was gonna ask you. So, the kid that was gonna pilot the third, the third Gundam. Well, it's the fourth one, but it's Unit Three. Yeah, it's an angel in Ava. But uh, <laughs> he dies, right? Did he die? Uh, he goes in intensive care, but they don't ever really mention it from there. Yeah, I, I just assume after intensive care, he's soup. Yeah. Yeah, he, he dissolves just, in the Everybody just turns into like, soup, okay? <laughs> I'm melting. Camels. I'm melting. It would like, be funny if at the end of it, a Campbell's logo pops up, and that whole anime is just a long way around for a soup a, commercial. Yeah, it's a soup commercial. <laughs> yeah, well, imagine how pissed people would be Are you that lonely? Ending. Eat Campbell's LCL <laughs> yeah. soup. <laughs> Feel a little piece of everyone. Oh, my God. Okay, but one thing I did want to mention before we like went down a rabbit hole was that... The other thing that I really like about the show is no matter how dislikable the characters are, I think all of us can find a toxic trait that they have that we have all had in our lives. Like when I, you know, when Mm -hmm. I was a teenager going through my daddy issues and all that stuff, like, and I was even telling Vince this, like when we watched the show, like, especially that part where Asuka, what is, what is the guy's name with the ponytail? Kaji. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when that part when she's like trying to get him to you know notice me and all this stuff, I was like that as a teenager, and I tried flirting with older men and getting that attention and that adoration made me feel good about myself and feel special and and so like Oscar was one of those characters that I could very much relate with in some weird you know kind of ways like being fourteen fifteen years old you know. Well, all of their their flaws are very relatable. Even Ray's, you know, like there are people who are on this like planet right now that feel like they are nothing to anybody else, and they just kind of just go tool. through life as just an empty shell, yeah, essentially, just a tool for everybody else's shit. Yep. <clears throat> but you know, it's one of those things that the way they develop the characters and shit like that. You you begin like you start out hating every single one of them, but like you say towards the end of it, and then you like build it, up empathy for them. You still may not like them, but you at least respect them or find some form of relief. Yeah, no respect. Yeah, you for can Shinji. you can kind of understand them. I got in a way. zero respect. <laughs> and that's fair. I mean, that's totally fair. I I can totally see you that. Just want to beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> I mean, oh, I yeah. get it. You know for sure. Oh yeah, most definitely. You, you definitely especially wanna... for letting. Oscar die like I was just like and he I get that he wasn't aware that she was up there dying but all his fucking around and crybabying mm-hmm. he could have oh, yeah. he could have been up there way sooner and helping her and she she didn't have to die that way I agree but for what it's worth to a lesser degree but of the, but the same type right how many people have let their depression make them a passive spectator of opportunities and shit going on in their life where they just let that shit go because they just didn't have the gumption to do it. They just let their life go before them, right? How many people are depressed and don't and just let every opportunity or every chance to connect or risk something, they just let it all go? Hmm. People do that. I've done that. We've all done yeah, that. Yeah, I think we've all, in our ways, you know, struggled somehow with you know some sort of depression like that where it it kind of prohibits you from like your full potential and and doing the best to your capability because it can just be so crippling sometimes 
Yeah, or and, you just don't know what the point is. Like, why am I struggling anymore? Well, yeah, yeah and I'm sure he kind of had the He never of had that. a reason to live anyway, I guess. Well, no, he didn't. Yeah. And what reason did he have to save all of humankind? What had they ever done for him? Uh, yeah, fight for a world where no one gives a fuck who you are. Yeah. You're only cool because Yeah, he's you... literally homeless. Yeah. yeah. And he's only I think you were right. I think you were right about that. I, yeah, I think he was homeless. I think that's uh, I what think they show you is that He didn't have anywhere to go. He had nowhere to go. Nobody. The only thing he had was that, you know, Walkman. Wa- the Did his mom give him the Walkman? Who gave him that? So he's no, no. Peter Quill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of. I don't know. He's basically Star Wars. Well, you think about it. I mean, how many empty homes would exist with half the population gone? Like, he probably just found a place to low-key live. Right. Yeah, yeah who know. knows? I mean, we, you know, we have no idea if, you know, his dad was, like, providing him with money any sort of you know food, I, would, care. I don't think I so i don't think not that, well, that's what <laughs> i'm saying you know you, yeah probably not yeah you take this 14 year old that has nothing and go okay save the world that doesn't give a shit about you why and then everyone go you're so cool you drive a gun yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly and, and then he's like it's not that cool uh-huh. yeah but they think it's the best thing ever well, yeah, and yeah. I, I love he's the like, one... He's like, it's actually terrifying. Well, yeah. and what's the one... There's that episode where he's in the Ava, and he's just constantly repeating, like, that phrase about, like... Run away. No, about, run away. no, about oh. the trigger. Oh, like, yeah. aim, shoot, like, all oh, that yeah. stuff. Like, he he starts losing it even then and there. You start seeing it that he's just... Nothing else matters except, you know, shooting this thing... And pleasing and, other And people. making everybody else happy... And he literally does nothing for himself, ever. In a way, he's kind of like Gendo in the sense that he's very single-minded. Very yeah. much so, yep. They're kind of kindred spirits in that regard. Yeah. Yep. Like father, yeah. like son in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not as heartless. Yeah, he actually, like, gives a shit, even though he probably shouldn't. You know, like, even that part with Ray. you know, it's like, why does he care about... Her being lonely. I mean, and he not... cupped a feel, so he had a connection. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, know. I'm going to give you an Oscar Mayer winner. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to wrap it up. Wrap it Speaking before you of tap Oscar, it. what did you say? Oscar Mayer winner. Oscar Mayer. <laughs> Speaking of those, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Slimy hot dogs. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, if you were listening to our Cowboy Bebop uh, episodes, the second one got all fucked up, so it doesn't exist. So now Scott and I are gonna take turns fisting Mike. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. it was the memory card guy. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sure. You bother. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. wear out. Just like yep. your butthole. Just like buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Send us off, to... Vince. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Comic Zone presents Dragon My Balls. No, it's D's. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Check out our TikTok if Mike still does it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Next episode will be Samurai Shampoo. Yep. Hasta la pasta, bitches. Bye. I want to go with them.